live from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. So to Lafayette, Voice of the Millennials, with Yasin Kipi, igniting the youth. Assalamu alaikum, welcome back to the voice of the millennials with myself Yasin Kipi and uh, it's quite um, you know um, wonderful to see a uh, progression in the Muslim community in whatever aspect it may be and uh, we have some brilliant news from uh, out of Gauteng um, there was of course a uh, Eid Salah done in Johannesburg South but um, in an area where um, there's traditionally not that much access for women to the Masajid especially on the day of Eid um, they managed to Alhamdulillah make access and uh, through uh, various initiatives the various people who was, who've been doing so for the past uh, few years I believe um, there's some organizations behind that and uh, we're speaking to one of them uh, and that's Radia Manju on the line now with us. Radia, assalamu alaikum. So uh, the Eid Salah, um, that's all I've been seeing and I saw that on a page named Women of Waqaf. I'm not sure if they're one of the organizers or you are part of them, but tell us about this this great, uh, you know, wonderful news that's come out of Johannesburg. Shukla <laughs> um, for having us on the show first. Um, so basically what happened was we noticed that there was a need for, there is, in the Janusburg South there is a really big Eid Salah that does happen. And um, Shamila, my friend and I, we realized, like we would attend the Eid Salah but we wouldn't be able to attend it where we stay. So basically when you, we delved more into it and found out more about the Eid Salah and like the point of it, and we realized that the point of the Itzala is to be amongst people in your community, so it doesn't make sense for you to travel far to attend an Itzala. You should be attending an Itzala where you are. Mm-hmm. So that's a niche in Johannesburg South, so we took it upon ourselves to make it available for women who do, for not just women, anyone, for families who do want to attend. And Alhamdulillah, we've been doing it for a while and it goes well, Alhamdulillah. So, yeah, that's about it. And you are part of Women of Waqaf, is that correct? Um, so Shamila is one of the founders of Women of Waqaf, um, and she, um, but we did start our Salah, it dates back for a few, I think about three or four years, so it was, it was before it. But I know they support us. <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. quite interesting. Um, because I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I might be ignorant here. The perception of us Capetonians is that um, you know these real challenges uh, in Johannesburg when it comes to access for women, uh, especially I think I believe it last year Ramadan there was there was there was some challenges, especially for some women to perform tarawih at the masjid. Ta- tell us about some of the history. Is that a correct perception or not? So. Um, so I think like I don't like I mean, like there's a very strong Muslim presence in Johannesburg in general and in Johannesburg South especially there are a lot of Muslims but I think that it's kind of um, I wouldn't say it's a new wave or something it's just that women now want access which 
no one asked for before. So it wasn't necessarily something which um, anyone would challenge, we just accepted. And like I said, like, so now when women do, now it's a different phase where we just say, can we have a space or is it available or we kind of request it. And so I think um, it's just been a bit of a new era sort of thing, but it is a bit challenging sometimes. We try, and I think that it's the beginning. So, alhamdulillah, like, uh, you start something and then you go from there. That's all you can do. So, in other, yeah, so in other words, are you saying Cape Town is the ideal? I'm just joking. I don't know. Because I, I believe you live, you, you did stay in Cape Town for a while, didn't you? I did. You? I did. And, like, I always, I drove a parallel, and I say, like, for example, when I wanted to go for Tarawe, when we were there um, a few years ago, like, we were staying in Bukap, and literally I would say I had a choice where I could attend a different mass every day and it was within five kilometers mm. like that's one of the most amazing things and before then I would never have been able to attend Tarawe within even though there were masjids like a good few within five kilometers of my home I would have to travel maybe 20 kilometers out of where from where I stay if I wanted to go to a masjid where I would be allowed into so but like I said um We'll get there. <laughs> so, but I'm grateful. Like, And I must say, we're grateful for... One thing it's taught us is that when you do have access and stuff, it's something that you're grateful for. And I think that it's a it's a big thing to focus on what we do have. And we, it's not accessible. We You try what you can and... Yeah, that's what, what can, what more, we can do what you can, basically. Yeah, I believe, uh, of course. Uh, now yeah. When it comes to the support um, of the wider community, including uh, women and men, and particularly the ulama, um, you know, are there, is there, is there support from the ulama in Johannesburg for, you know, these initiatives that you've been, been running? Um, so... It's a bit of a, I couldn't say contentious, but like I said, so before the South, I think that everyone was just comfortable in the way that it had been done all along. So when you say something like, for example, if you say for the Itzala, you say, um, actually, women want to attend, and the Nabi Sallam would take his wife, his own wives, and the Nabi Sallam instructed that everyone comes out, even the women who are menstruating, even the women in seclusion, because it was never presented as a... Um, as, as being taught, like, for example, when they speak of the Eid, Salah, they'll go through all these sinners, but they'll never mention those sinners, which is just like a convenient omission, I guess. And so I think that we've just grown comfortable in what we know, and we, we just we become complacent and accept it as what it should be. So I think that it's not so much that they just support it, it's just that they com- and they're comfortable as... Uh, what's the omission of it if, that, if that's not contentious to say but I'm not like um, like I said like I I try to focus on what we do have and we have been many people have supported us uh, I'd like to just give a shout out to like one of the Sheikh, Sheikh Ismail Muhammad like he's really really helped us and there have been people who've stepped up and joined us and supported us and like um, Allah is the best of planners so you will, I, I always say to Shamila, like, if if it was something which it wasn't good or something where our intentions were bad or evil or something, I don't think Allah would help us in it. So, Alhamdulillah, we've had so much help in it and from places we'd never expected and we're so grateful for that. So, Alhamdulillah for the good. Well, that's brilliant news. <laughs> uh, that's really good. Uh, I yeah. mean, uh, well, um, 
you just lastly are there any more challenges that you hope to tackle in you know in the near future are you planning anything uh, particularly or are you going to work with any organizations uh, to uh, you know make more progress um, so what we try to do is every year we try to build it a bit more and I think like the biggest thing is information which I think um, is a huge thing and I don't blame people for nothing like um, a lot of the times I feel that like I said it's an omission it's rather than a dis, uh, like a miseducation it's not that people are taught the wrong thing it's just that they're not informed of the the other like some things so I think like a big thing is education and what we can do we do like I feel your biggest point you can do is um, yourself like you have to change yourself and try to push the message as much as you can um, so we do sit and we try to we try to think okay how can we grow this how can we improve everything and um, that's our biggest plan for now and I, it just brings to mind something that I heard someone say if I one of the shoe um, his name escapes me at the moment, but someone asked him about uh, how is it that you can change something so big when you know you're just a single person and he said you start with your circles of influence and I think that's a big thing so within our circles you start there and then it grows from there and everything and I think that this is just my personal opinion I just feel that often Islam just by the way that it's progressed and the way that it's happened, it's no one, no one's at fault for it. But we see the we see the discrepancy, and you try to act on it. Is that it's really much from a male, male narrative, and I say this really often. Like it's always presented from the male side, and it's very much centric according to the male. So I just feel that more women need to be encouraged to pursue Islamic studies, to educate themselves, to learn for themselves, and to engage with it. And I think that. That's the future, inshallah. And I encourage it, and I hope for it, and I make to offer it, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, well, that's really great. At the same time, of course, there are people who may be a bit reluctant to agree completely with uh, everything you you may say, especially yeah, especially sure. when it comes to um, some of the when you, when you use the word progress. Um, oftentimes, people may mean to become more liberal, uh, and at the end of the day, uh, the more liberal, more free you are, it always ends up hurting someone. Um, what is the do you mean by progress? Um, becoming more Islamic or becoming more liberal? Just as my final question, I have to ask. That. Uh, no, so I don't. I don't feel that. Um, well, this is this is something I always say. Like you know, you get a lot of liberal stances, and you get a lot of people who stand for progression and stuff. But I think that Islam, as it is, like as it was presented to us, as Nabi Sallam presented it and practiced it, was perfect. And I always say, like it's it's so ironic that people think that women wanting to be in spaces or included or part of things Islamically is liberal or it's something new when it's not. I feel like us, the the innovation is leaving women out, you know. So I wish that we would resort more to the, the original. So, yeah, I don't, I'm not, yeah. I'm not for um, crazy new things. Like, we just love the sunnah. I think that's a big thing. A lot of the time people will say, like when we speak about Isala, they're like, stay at home, a woman shouldn't be there. And I say, and my reply is always like, I'm not for, we're not forcing anyone to come. We're just giving the people who like the sunnah the space to practice the sunnah. And that's literally our intention. Our intention is that people who want to fulfill that sunnah, who want to attend the itzala, here's a space where you can. And we're all our charges on our intention accordingly. And that's all, that's all that it is. And yeah. Mm-hmm.
Well, I mean, to that, uh, the last thing is, uh, do you have any contact details for people perhaps to get in contact with you or support your initiatives, uh, an email perhaps? Oh, actually, we don't have an email, but okay. we do have a Facebook page. Oh, you do have a Facebook page. That people can check out. I think I think it's up and running. Um, it's Johannesburg South, so J H B E Musala, and yeah, that's it. But if ever like people can always contact Shamla or I, and yeah, we'll be happy to talk to you about it. And inshallah, may. Allah bless us in it and guide us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And thank you for having us. Thank you so much, Radia. That being Radia Manju, of course, uh, one of the people behind uh, getting more access for women on the Eid Salah in Johannesburg South. Good news out of Gauteng and uh, Alhamdulillah for that. Uh, we'll take a break now. When we come back, we'll be talking to Nadir Abrams, who's offering free tuition in, uh, in the Mitchell's Plain Westridge Library just after this. The Voice of the Cape.